Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. And I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 577 of Power Rangers, Power Rangers Mystic Force. There it is. Episode 5, <laughs> Whispering Voices. Man, <laughs> we got 27 more episodes. By episode 32, we're going to just be like full on... Gandalf? Just Gandalf. like straight up Gandalfing? I hope so. Or we'll just go the other way with it. be like, Mystic Force! <laughs> I've got some... I've got some options, I think. I think we both have a lot of options. This Misto episode aired on March 13th, 2006. <laughs> it is written by John Delegan and directed by Charlie Haskell. John Delegan's still working for them. Johnny T. I feel like I don't like John Telegan, but I can't remember. How? <laughs> Already? They got in. They're in? They broke in? Daisy, how did you open the door? Daisy, Daisy's got thumbs. <laughs> You got you got Ocean's it. three over there. They just broke into your room. Well, let me take care of this. I'll be right back. <laughs> Come on, sweet. Come on. Don't tell your brothers how you did that. <laughs> I hope that picked up. What kind of Alvin and the Chipmunk <laughs> ass cats are you raising over there, Josh? <laughs> I got three. <laughs> Keep a lookout for our Christmas album. <laughs> I just must not have pushed it all the way shut. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. so less of break in and more of a more of just persistence. <laughs> so imagine my surprise when I felt her rubbing on my feet. Oh, that's funny. I don't think we're gonna top that. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. If you're new here, what we do is we rec uh, pause the recording, we watch some sort of powers, we come back, we talk about it. You can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs. Sometimes Josh's cats break in. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get around here. It's a it's a it's a grab bag. A smorgasbag of fun things that could happen. <laughs> um, and we're gonna we're gonna go watch whispering voices right now. Hocus pocus. And we just watched Whispering Voices. <laughs> oh no, you activated ASMR. <laughs> don't do that, Josh. You know I hate it. Hey, hey guys. Welcome don't, back. please don't. I had to hear this directly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I edit I edit uh, a, a podcast called The Gem Jammer. It's Annie Creighton and some uh, a bunch of other folks, D&D uh, &D podcast. And Annie's character is an ASMR, which is like a D&D a &D angel. And she made a joke that was like, oh, I wish I would have thought of this earlier. It could have been ASMR. And I would just talk like that and do it. And I was like, Andy, you would have to find a new editor because I can't. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, it activates my fight or flight. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> anyway, so we did watch. We did watch Whispering Whisper. Yeah, we did not watch ASMR videos. I can't. Jake would fight me and. We're very far away, so it'd be it would be hard. It would be tricky, yeah. You know when you rip a cotton ball apart and that like feeling that goes down your spine? <laughs> that's ASMR to me. But it's in my head already, that's... and I don't like it. <laughs> Jake, that's the tingles. I hate it. That's the, it's relaxing for no, sleep. It's, it's not. Have you read any title on an ASMR video? <laughs> it's relaxing for sleep, Jake. 
it does not relax me for sleep. It makes me <laughs> it makes me angry. It's like it's like a sci-fi movie. Like we tried to do a thing that made everybody calm and it turned them into psychopaths. That's ASMR to me. <laughs> Look, I have partaken in a little bit of ASMR viewing. Yeah. How's how's it treat you? It's for me. Does it it's give not, your head tingles? Does it no, relax you for it's, sleep? It's not relaxing for sleep. It's too horny for that. <laughs> it, a lot of it seems really <laughs> horny. And look, if you're into that, God bless. But you know what does? This is like, look, I don't know if everyone wants to know this bit about my psyche. But you know, <laughs> you know what does relax me for sleep? What instructional medical videos. <laughs> Like, here's us taking out someone's liver. No, it's just like, here's how you do, like, a just like a head-to-toe medical exam. Oh. And I'll just, like, watch that. I'll be like, this is comfy. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it works, it works, right? So that's uh, that's how I relax for sleep. Oh, uh, I relax for sleep by taking sleeping pills. Um, <laughs> and the other night, I had a terrible... I don't know if you've ever had like taken any sort of pill where like you go to swallow it and it just doesn't want to go like it Mm -hmm. gets stuck on your tongue. And then like because you're drinking water to get it to go down your throat, the coating melts. And so you taste the horrible forbidden (laughs) chemicals inside. Yeah. And it tastes like you're like you're drinking pool cleaner or something. Um, I did that with a sleeping pill the other day and it got caught in my throat and was melting there like at the at the very entrance of my throat. I don't know what happened. And so my body was like, I know how to take care of this. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Is that cool? And I was like, I would rather you didn't. It's like, well, <laughs> if we just do a little bit, just the water you just put down, that's coming back up. And it was like, it was like a Gila monster. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like trying to get this thing out. It was horrible, Josh. Uh, it did not relax me for sleep at all. <laughs> there was a while where I had to take pills in front of a sink in case they didn't go down. When I was a kid, I had to do that. Yeah, because yeah, I would just like spit water everywhere. I had, I had like, um, I don't think it might have been strep throat. It was, I had something. I had, I had some like you need to take antibodies for this. And I'm, you know me, Josh. I'm not a large boy. Mm-hmm. I'm five five. I've never been very tall for my for my age at ever. Yeah, you've never been tall. For, you're a very tall five five. I, <laughs> tall I, for your height. <laughs> <laughs> I was even smaller. Before, uh, if you can imagine. And so they were like, here you go, little boy. Here's a horse tranquilizer pill to help with your strep throat. And I was like, this is literally the size of my fist, first of all. And it's like, that's what you got to do to get rid of it. And so it would go and it would get stuck. And then it would just come right back out because my body's like, this is too big to get down there. <laughs> give me a more manageable pill. And I didn't get rid of strep throat, so they did have to give me another set. And they were like, we're going to give you gel caps this time. They're a little slicker. <laughs> Hopefully that'll <laughs> Hey, JakeAndJosh.com. I'm sorry, everybody. Just give me a, just give me a liquid. Happened. Give me the bubblegum drink. Give me bubblegum strep throat drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of like bubblegum medicine flavor. Um, As far as medicine flavors go, it's probably the best one. Yeah. Cherry's bad. Yeah. Um, and grape I like is, I like a cherry flavor, but not for medicine. Not medicine cherry. I I don't like grape anything, but I especially don't like grape medicine flavor. Yeah. Um. I took Dime Tap a lot as a kid. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with me, but that seemed to be my mom's go-to. <laughs> um. And so I can't. I don't even like regular grape flavor anymore because yeah. of it. 
I can't I, I can't do it at all. Like all grape soda just tastes like dived out. Like I can't yeah. not drink grape soda. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to just drink that recreationally. <laughs> um, HeyJackyJosh.com. That's the website. You go there. There's all episodes of the show uh, up through Wild Force, including the Bobos. There's also the archive feed, which has no Bobos. Sizzle did send the new one, so you got to check that out. That's on you because it just looks like alien code to me. What I'll do is while you're doing this, I will go on there and grab it before it is buried and we have to have him ping us again. And we got to do this again? <laughs> What else? Uh, you can email us at littleadies.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. Apple Podcasts? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And Google Play and Podknife and Podbay and Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch, and Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what channel that was in? It's in the podcast shop talk, I okay, believe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here it is. It's right here. I don't know who made that channel. I had to assume it was Riley because only three people can – well, I guess I guess six people can make channels, but Shannon and Alan are almost never on Discord. Like you and I can, and Riley can, and Christina can. And I have to imagine it was Riley. But Riley, hey, great name on that channel. <laughs> Podcast Shop Talk just feels nice to say. Hmm. Is it gone? I I clicked the link and it's a four oh four. Oh rip. Let me uh just reply to this. <laughs> just try to get that back somehow. <sighs> The one time I try to do something. <laughs> you can leave us a rating and review in any of those places. Uh, also, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh for a little dollar a month to help support the show. And we really appreciate it. Uh, we will be reading all of our patrons on the next episode. So get ready. Mentally prepare yourself. Damn. I'm mostly talking to Josh, but I'm also talking to everyone else. There will be time codes in the description if you don't want to hear it. But Josh, you can't skip those. You can't do that. Is there time codes in real life? No, that's not how time. <laughs> that's not how it works. Sometimes I wish there was, but that's not how. That it would works. be cool if I could just put in the 11 p.m. time code every day I had to work. Oh, right. I always, I've, I've always thought about that. Like if I could just like fully autopilot through work, like that would be pretty nice. Yeah. I had, a, I had a dream about working at Target again last night, and it was, I like, it made me sad that I wasn't working there anymore, which is a weird feeling to have. <sighs> <laughs> I miss the work. I miss actually doing the physical labor. I do not miss the job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like my the work I do is fine. Everything else around it is sucks it's ass. Su yeah, sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is a Monday episode, so we don't need to we don't need to fuss around any more than we already have. We probably a lot of people already turned it off. I bet when we were talking about how we couldn't <laughs> swallow pills for forty forty five minutes. Um, do you want to jump in? Yeah. We start off on Korag, and I thought he was in the woods, but I guess he's on the beach. But it's kind of purpley, like it's a little dark, so it's hard to tell. But I think he might be on the beach, but I also uh, see, think I... he might be in the woods in the beginning. It doesn't look beachy to me. No. Maybe that's the point. Maybe it was the woods at the start, and so yeah. later when it's the beach, it's so it could to change. Anyway, so what happens is Nick is there and, like, jumps Korag. But then he gets kicked back and they fight for a little while. And I was like, this has got to be a dream. And right as I said that, <laughs> um, we kind of pull out and Korak punches the dream. But it's not a dream. It's, it's a, a vision that's in a punch bowl. It's in a bird bath. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bird bath premonition. And it was just, but it wasn't, it could be anything. It could be different from that. How it was. Yeah. It's never lie comes up. It's like, ah, you're watching yourself get murdered, huh? 
getting whipped by by some punk kid. Sucks huh? suck, doesn't it, Korak? And he, he's just like, shut up. It might not be the one that happens. Maybe that's like later when it's the beach. He's like, if it's the beach, I'll be fine. Because it's not the woods. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, meet me on the beach. Yeah. Because uh, you, you'll kill me in the woods. Because I got my ass whipped in the woods, but on the beach, that's my territory. I play beach volleyball. It's more boring than regular volleyball personally if you like beach that's fine there's just there's only two people on either side there's only so many things you can do your movement's a little sluggish because of the sand that's the impressive part is watching them jump on because like i've jumped on sand and it was just like you move one (laughs) inch above the sand because it all moves under your feet but they like get actual height and it's like that's pretty impressive it's still like there's only there's only two people on either side and like you know exactly like whoever receives it is also gonna hit it because they can't receive it and bump it you know like so i don't know i don't like it i don't care for it where was i oh necrolite was nagging him yeah and then so he's he's like here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna use or no maybe she has the staff she's like use this to get in his head it's just it's just hanging on the wall we just put this here it looks nice yeah it's just like down this random hallway that leads to like the vision center the bird <laughs> This is where you get your magic glasses and uh, see the uh, future like, of bird bath. Yeah, if you want to see how we end up losing to the Power Rangers, you can look at this bird bath. Uh, and also, <laughs> we also we hung Udana's staff on the wall. It's it's a combination vision center trophy room. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, use this to get in his head." And he's like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> because sure. like it's it's it uses their magic so like it's magically connected to them is a jump that i have to make i guess uh, yeah i mean because it <laughs> seems like it's just like this has more magic power in it but like to me i feel like this anytime you have like a staff or a wand or whatever that's just like that's just a conduit that's just how you get magic out of your body right yeah so he holds the snowflake really close to his mouth and he asmr's nick inside his and head it, and he's like your your shit's weak dog everyone hates you <laughs> He just does really, really awful self-talk ASMR (laughs) to Nick. We cut to Nick walking into the Rockporium, which I still write down as Groovy Tunes USA in my my notes (laughs) because I forget it's the Rockporium for the first couple minutes we're here. Also, in the first episode, they all had like yellow shirts with like a patch the first two episodes. Now they all have like purple bowling shirts as their uniform. I think it's a market improvement. It looks yeah. terrible, but at least I can tell well, it's their uniform and not just they're wearing a polo today. You see, Toby is now making $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, reinvested a little bit into the store and got some new shirts. I guess. I mean, he's already investing a lot in the store by having upwards of five people here at the same time <laughs> always. <laughs> The 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 customer to employee ratio is like one to one a lot of the time, if not higher in the favor of the employees, <laughs> not like five to one. Yeah. Like later on, there's like two or three people here and it's like, oh, yeah. But like Toby's the only one like working at the time. And it's like, this seems fine still. Why do you got so many people on the payroll, my man? <laughs> and the answer is because it's a fake world where where uh, em- employers are good people, <laughs> not terrible. <laughs> so he walks in, Chip stops him. Chip has a paper crown, like a Pope crown. He's got like a paper Pope hat and yeah, a plunger. And he's Lord of the Crocodiles or something. And he's like, 
He's he's one man <laughs> LARPing and nobody else is doing it. He's also set up like a barricade. There's I like also, a funnel to get in. We also need to point out he's at his job. This is his work and Toby is cool with it because Toby's, Toby's a good like, boss. Yeah, whatever, man. Just help the customers. As long as, hey, as long as customers don't complain, then it like follow your bliss, I guess. And he's like, you better watch out because the, the crocodiles are here or whatever. Yeah, he's like, you're standing in me moat. <laughs> And Nick's like, saltwater, freshwater? And Chip's like, what? He's like, crocodile, saltwater, freshwater, crocodile. And I thought this was going to be like, ta-ha, trick question. Freshwater ones are alligators. Which I think is the correct way that it is. It might be the opposite. There's only two ways it can go. <laughs> and he's like, uh, saltwater, crocodile. No, he like, says he says fresh, I think. Oh, he says fresh. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's like, like, they're freshwater, I, I guess. And then he... Nick knocks the plunger out of his hands and grabs it. And he's like, well, I happen to know that freshwater ones are not as dangerous as saltwater, so I think I'll be fine. He's, he's like, I'll just swim through the boat and come to work. I and love like, that Nick's just playing along. But also, like, more dangerous, sure. It's still this, a crocodile. It's still a crocodile, dog. <laughs> if you put your hand in there, it's still gone. Yeah. No matter it, what kind of crocodile <laughs> it is. It will still twist you underwater until you die. Yeah. Um. There is a scene in a James Bond movie where there's a bunch of crocodiles and a guy runs across their faces. <laughs> and um it's real. <laughs> like they're real crocodiles. <laughs> and that I hope that guy got paid a lot of money because the alternative is he loses both of his legs and then his <laughs> life. There's a level of Donkey Kong Country 2 where you just jump on alligator heads. Really? It's called Hot Head Hop. They're in because they're in lava. You see? Did we did we do DKC two on on the no. old YouTube? We just did one. I've never beat the second one. Really? Yeah. I mean, I also haven't either. So, have you beaten three? I feel like you've. Mm -mm. No. No, no I played. I played even less of three than I did of two. That's weird. I usually hear about people who are like two's good, but but three is like the good sequel. But I don't. No, I've heard. I've heard the opposite. Three oh, really? is too gimmicky, and two is the 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 goat maybe i just like gimmicks i like the first one uh, <laughs> it's a good and, game that's a good ass game yeah and it's just me that's like this is the best one and everyone's like shut up old man <laughs> shut up chucky finster no one asked you <laughs> you're like okay we cut over we kind of go over to uh vita and she's jamming out she loves what she's, she's listening to on her music man let me tell you, this Walmart loves to try to tell me I can't put one earbud in, um, and I and I never listened to them. The one time I did listen to them, it was so awful I quit my job. Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Vita's over here with full on over the ear noise canceling yeah, headphones like... on, DJing on the clock. Yeah, it's a record store, so like, <laughs> but it's not. She's not promoting anything. It's just no. for her. This is very much like mid two thousands. Like we gotta show you that we're cool, so you buy here, and not just like you have no other option. We have gotten rid of all the cool places, and if you want to buy something, you have to go to either Walmart or Target or Amazon, and that's it. Uh, Madison's like, or sorry, Maddie. They call her Maddie now, and I don't know if I should too or not. I see. I was introduced to her as Madison, so until she corrects me. She, well, so I don't know. Everyone calls her Maddie. She seems to call herself Maddie last time. 
I will rotate just so I don't feel weird about it for some reason. (laughs) She's like, hey, I want you to listen to this CD. And Vita's like, not now. I am too jamming. Too jamming to listen to your CD. So Maddie does a magic to the CD to move it a foot into the CD player that's already empty. What an oddly specific magic code. (laughs) Right? It's move them. Insert, insert disc compact disc <laughs> and then Vita loves it she's like whoa this is great this bumps and Maddie's like it- hey Xander come over here you gotta listen to this it bumps <laughs> I'm gonna start saying this bumps because uh, what an what a old person thing to say in 2022 <laughs> oh yeah it's just like a generic back groove it's like nothing it's nothing and the the best part about it is that they're not listening to any music in while they're filming <laughs> this it's silent she's just like yeah great me-. and there's nothing and you can tell it's like no mercy menu music Saco. <laughs> and then Xander's like, I can't. I have Toby has told me that I have to go do a bank drop. And he wrote one thousand dollars on an envelope with a, presumably a thousand dollars in it, which is like, hey, if you want to steal this, here's exactly the this amount is, of money you will get. Is it worth it? You can you can look on the front and see for yourself. I feel like, yeah, because I don't think they have cameras here. Yeah, well, it's it's 2006, but this is like 1994, right? <laughs> this, this is, is like fidelity 2006. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I can't can't do it. Also, at some point, Vita's like, "Whoa, sis, this rules!" And siblings don't call each other sis and bro <laughs> and stuff. Like they don't. Uh, no, like they just don't. An only child wrote this. <laughs> John Telligan's an only child. He's just like, I just want to make sure the kids realize that they're sisters. It's like, we get it. They said that already. Yeah. Also, I think I I, I feel like that comes across when, like, Madison calls Vita V. Yeah. Because it's like. Yeah. If Madison called her V and Vita called her Maddie, but nobody else did. That would be that would be me. I would like that. I don't think anybody else has called Vita V, though. Mm mm. Yeah, so Not like, that I've I, like noticed. I feel like that conveys it way more than her going like sis. Like I say, bro, like a fair amount. <laughs> I don't call my brother bro ever. What a bumping groove, sis. Yeah, like no, that's not how. That's not how siblings talk. That's not. That's not how anybody talks. <laughs> um. So he he has a thousand dollars. He bumps into also thousand dollars Manila envelope folded over. $1,000 written on the front. Yeah. Put in <laughs> a big box. <laughs> a big box with wrapping paper on, like a cool birthday <laughs> wrapping paper that says bank deposits on it. Are you trying to get robbed? <laughs> Put it in your coat pocket, uh, dog. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so he bumps into Nick and the money falls. And Nick picks up the money. He's like, oh, a thousand bucks. I could use that. And so he's like, yeah, we all could. And then he goes on and then. Maddie waves Nick over and he's like, Yeah, listen to this. So he puts he puts the headphones on. Vita's still jamming like she can hear it, even though I'm pretty sure it's only coming out of the headphones. <laughs> right? Yeah, I thought Nick had a there was a second pair of headphones he put on. 
I thought he put on Vita's headphones, but maybe there was a, maybe there's I th- two I don't, ports. I don't remember because it does show both of them bumping. Yeah, and I I thought she took hers but out, I and I was like, "How do you hear it?" Vita? I don't remember if she still had hers on or not. A continuity error. Cinema sins. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called the nostalgia critic. Uh, please don't. <laughs> you don't have to do that. And then, and then. And as he's like, this is a g- cool beat. And like, that's what you say when you don't know anything about music. And, um, and then I, I, heard head, this, I heard this in my video game. I think <laughs> there's a, there's a series of TikTok, or not, I don't know, they were vines before of guy who doesn't know what music is. <laughs> Have you ever seen any of those? No, I forget. Like there's like, th- like 20 of them, but they're all, the, the punchline is the same that like, he doesn't know what music is when he hears it. Um, so he's listening to music. He's like, "Is this music? I like this. is nice. This is good." And he's like, "This is good. Mu- this is a plant. This is not music." Okay, <laughs> and that's the whole series, and they're all very fun. But that's basically what Nick feels like right now. Until um, negative self talk ASMR Gorag is like, "Everyone hates you, and you don't belong here, and you should get out because you suck." And he's like. Did you put this on the CD? <laughs> yeah. He takes it off of the headphones. He's like, great joke, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And they're like, what? Anyway, and they go back to bumping and grooving. And... Grooving and moving. <laughs> so then he goes outside to unload a van that has boxes of CDs and records and stuff in it. I'm assuming this is how he gets his music deliveries. This is, yeah, he's unloading the truck. This is what I do at work. This is your job. This, this is what is, I yeah. used to do. Um, and it's that boy, the worst part of the job. Huh? <laughs> unloading a truck is not yeah. uh, good. It's even it's even worse when there's less structure. Uh, yeah, I used to do that at Walmart back like a million years ago, and boy, was it was like you're on this side, so. I don't know. Do your best. <laughs> it's not even sides. It's just like I just I just grab whatever's at the end of the line. <laughs> yeah, just whatever makes it back to you is yeah is yours. Um, and then Lily comes up. The voice is still like, "Hey, you're you suck. You gotta you gotta get out of here because everyone hates you and doesn't want you." And then he's like, "What do you stop it?" To like nobody. And Lily's like, "What are you doing? Who are you telling to stop it to?" And he's like, "Nothing." <laughs> It's fine. And she's like, hey, do you want to look at my new $500 leather jacket? Does it look so good? And I was like, "That you got that at Walmart for $60. It's no, not Jay, real leather. It's, it's a $500 leather jacket. It was pleather at best, <laughs> which is worse for the environment than leather is. And she's like, yeah, you can take me on a ride. Wink. And show me off. Show your bike off while I'm riding. Oh, she's like, or show you. off my, my new jacket. I'm going to leave the jacket on when we do it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm too busy for that. I got to, I have a job that I'm doing right now at work. And she's like, then she like walks away a little bit right up to the camera and is like, if you didn't have a job, you would be able to ride me. I mean, take me on a ride (laughs) and then walks away. And, and she, it's very sinister. She walks right into Rockporium, where Xander is like flirting with a girl who has a bandana on. It looks like she's from it's, the 70s. She has like a bandana on, and there's like this sheer, flowy, like shirt. She looks like a fortune teller. It's she... a little bit. 
and he so he like flirts with her and she like leaves and then Lily's like, Whoa, she really liked you. She was really into you. And Xander's like, No. Was she? And she's like, Yeah, I'm surprised you let her get away without giving her uh giving you her number. Or giving her your number, I guess is what I try to say. And Xander's like, uh and he runs out the door to talk to her. While this happens, Lily takes the money from the big bank deposits present box. And hides just, it and just she just puts it in like a stack of magazines. She tucks it between the register and a bunch of magazines, and then moves <laughs> the magazines over it. And it's like that's a great place to hide it because they're never if they haven't moved that yet, they're never going to. <laughs> Those magazines live there. Why? Like Lily's not a good person. <laughs> no, I, like she <laughs> why didn't steal she just, the money? Yeah, why didn't she just take it? Well, because she not didn't to like get have it with it. I get yeah, not to like steal it but just to like keep it hidden by having it on her but then yeah. i but then i guess she couldn't continue to be in the show because she would go to jail she for stealing money for theft and steal it yeah so he gets back and she's like any luck he's like yeah but it was all bad she already has a boyfriend and Lee's like oh that's a bummer um anyway do you hear about the thief that's going around robbing all of the music stores in briarwood how big is briarwood that it has plural <laughs> music stores in it I don't know. Xander also is like, she had a boyfriend, but like maybe you and me. And she's like, there's a thief stealing money from the record stores. <laughs> Which, to be fair, if you're not into someone hitting on you, that's a good distraction, right? It's <laughs> like, literally what Nick just did to her. It's like, I'm busy moving boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, what? And then she mind freaks him. <laughs> she Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizzas him <laughs> so bad. She's like, yeah, I hope they can catch that thief in the nick of time. And then he has a flashback to <laughs> Nick being like, I could use $1,000, a thing everybody could use, especially if you have a job like this. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, a thousand, no. a thousand extra dollars would, like, change my life right It would now. do a not, lot. Not drastically, but enough. It would do uh, – someone was like, what's the least amount of money that would, like, change your life forever? And I was like – for $25,000, I like my life would change infinitely, like in in ways you could not imagine. And then uh, she leaves, I think, after mind freaking him. And we cut to, we just like cut to root core, right? And Chip does uh, a Chip Guardian Leviosa. He floats in the air and he's kind of like on wires, like away from everybody else, just kind of floating. And then Xander's like, so I didn't take the money, and I'm pretty sure you didn't take the money. Yeah, he's so like, he's, like, he's talking to Vita and Madison. He's like, yeah, you two probably didn't take it. He's like, probably? What do you mean probably? What do you mean by that? And he's like, I just mean that you probably didn't take it. And he's she's like, like what? you keep saying probably. But he's like, well, the only proof I have that of a person that didn't take it is myself, because I know I didn't take it. Because I didn't. And Madison's like, I don't think Nick would steal money from his job and us. And Xander's like, I don't know. It didn't fly away. And then they all kind of look at Chip and Chip's like, just because I'm flying, I'm the one that stole it. And they're like, no. At some point in this conversation, Xander says that he has known at least Madison and Vita, because that's who he's talking to directly. I don't maybe Chip is also lumped in with them, but like these were his first friends when he moved to the States, which confirms Briarwood is in the US. It is in the. It is not Briarwood Alteroa. Like it is. <laughs> it is in the United States somewhere. 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 
it feels like the other side of San Francisco, like the inland side of San Francisco to me. But I I don't know what they want me to think it is, except like Narnia adjacent, <laughs> right? Like this is this is where you do a Narnia. It it also could be like it's very hilly, so I don't know if it could be Boston, but like it could be East Coasty. It could be, but I don't know if Boston has like a sharp hill like that. I don't think so. Boston is mostly just a series of non Euclidean. Uh, interlapping spirals that make no sense. Someone gave a toddler a map and uh, draw the road system in Boston. And they did. And they're like, that's what we'll use forever. Okay. That's great city planning. We'll never fix it. The way I describe Boston is like they landed and they started building Boston and they just kind of built out holistically <laughs> from there. Like wherever they needed to to go, they just built out that way until Boston just became this like, horrible mess that like trying to get out of the airport is like you need to fly out like you need to get on a different plane to get out of that airport yeah it's not good no so if you're flying into boston just fly into manchester new hampshire it's (laughs) trust me the two hours you spend driving from manchester to boston is gonna be faster than the two hours you spend <laughs> driving from the middle of the airport in Boston to just outside the airport in Boston. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we cut we cut to Nick, who's in the woods. They're all every time they go into the woods and they're in like the magic realm part of it. They are in their like weird like uniforms, like the leather vest and the leather jeans, which doesn't make a lot of sense because jeans by their nature are denim, but they're like leather jeans, and I think everyone knows what we mean when we say that. Yeah. And he's on a rock and he's like having headaches about this voice that's just like nagging him the whole time. And then Phineas shows up. I don't know if you remember Phineas from two episodes ago. Oh, I do. He's back. Um, but he's like, Hey, and Nick's like, Oh, you. And he's like, Yeah, me. That's a that's a sucky way to grease someone. <laughs> And Nick's like, sorry, I'm having a bad day. He's like, oh, sweet, me too. Let's compare bad days. So what happened first? <laughs> I bet mine is way worse. Does he also work it <laughs> in retail? Because this is a thing that happens a lot, I feel like, in retail. Yeah, it's if you ever if you haven't worked retail and you and you get forced to because you should If you haven't worked retail, God bless. Yeah. <laughs> but if for some reason you find yourself there, never take the bait. <laughs> never <laughs> ask someone how they're doing yeah um what i used to do at target is i would if i didn't get a fine back or whatever i would just keep walking away i never stopped to listen to anybody because that's how they that's quicksand yeah <laughs> it will drag you down um and so phineas basically his bad day consisted of him getting fighting a mouse in the beginning and losing um, and then he went to wash his nose in the river and a fish bit it. So he swam after the fish to bite the fish. But then the fish swam away from a waterfall and uh, fish right. could do that. But troblins cannot do that. So apparently he, <laughs> he went, uh, went a waterfall. down a waterfall. And then he says, like, and unfortunately I survived and just yeah. now I'm here. <laughs> big, uh, big millennial energy. From Phineas. <laughs> yeah. The, well, I lived again. So <laughs> here we are. Uh, while this is happening, Nick's Nick's voice is the, in his head is getting painful, and he's like screaming, "Like stop! Yeah, it's, like, you don't even know where you're from." It's like it's doing the emotional damage of like nobody actually likes you. Everyone's lying and wants you to either die or go away. 
Yeah. But it also it, it comes with like an intense migraine now. Yeah, which uh sounds like it sucks. It sounds yeah. like a bad way to go. So Nick's like screaming at it and he's like he gets a the voice is like, You don't even know where you're from and then he's like there's like a he gets a vision of like a a woman in a cloak holding a baby in a red blanket. In a red top <laughs> Red pants <laughs> And he's and then it like comes out and he collapses and Phineas is like, oh, we have a winner. Your day is worse than mine. <laughs> On the one hand, Phineas is kind of annoying. On the other hand, I do find it maybe too relatable and charming in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe also that's like, the problem. This is all he does. He doesn't add anything. Yeah. I mean, he might later, but he yeah. in, that, in his first episode, he like. At least had purpose. Uh, and this one right. is just like, don't forget about Phineas because he's part of the show. He lives in the. He's in the. Cre- he's in the main credits. Yeah, like it's a split screen with with Toby and Phineas, and like you're putting a lot of stock in this Troblin. <laughs> so we go to commercial. We come back. Uh, we're in the Hell Pit. Boy Count is uh trying to kill Korag. And he's like, do a spell! Get me out of here! Do a magic spell! Get me out of here! And like, I don't have one yet. Jesus, calm down. <laughs> and that's basically it. And then we just go away from there to uh, Groovy Tunes USA, which, again, that's what I wrote down. I know it's the Rockporium, but you know how it goes. Um, they're like, we got to look for the money. And they are, I guess they are already looking for the money. And they can't find it. And they're like, well, we got to, we got to, at least know for sure before we like call the cops on Nick, I guess is what he says. And then Toby comes out and Toby's like, what are you looking for? And they're like, nothing. Chip is still levitating. Chip is still (laughs) levitating behind him. And they like do that thing where they like all three of them get in front of Toby. So he like his attention is focused. So Chip can levitate behind him. And they're like, there's nothing to tell you. And Toby's like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah there like, is. Like, they look like we were looking for something because, uh, really, we were looking for nothing. We're not looking at all, actually, so... for anything. Never have looked for anything in my life. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't even know how. And then Chip lands as Toby turns around. He's like, "Chip, were you just floating?" And Chip's like, "I nope, just practicing ballet." <laughs> and then pirouettes away, I guess. <laughs> and then Toby looks it's... back and is like. Did I? Okay. Anyway, Xander, <laughs> did you do the bank deposit like I told you to do? And Xander's like, you you asked me to do it, didn't you? Which is <laughs> clever. Deflecting. He's deflecting. <laughs> good, good deflecting. And then, but Toby, between between this and the good deflection and Chip balleting, he's like, I'm gonna go to my office. <laughs> go to my office and just like sit down <laughs> try to not think about what's going on outside of my office <laughs> so he goes in there and xander's like i feel bad for lying to toby and chip's like you didn't technically lie to him you just asked him a different question <laughs> instead of answering his and then they go outside to confront nick who is working on his motorcycle outside and he's got grease smeared all over him and doing bike stuff i guess it's you just always got to tune your bike up a little bit you know? I thought he was still fixing it. I was like, is this the th- the whole season? His bike is just not going to work. 
on the final episode, he'll get it fixed and be like, all right, my time here is done. And well, then drive just, away. It's just like the the Misto energy is like he has to stay. So his bike yeah. is broken. But no, he, he just rides off on it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Madison's like, so there's a thousand dollars missing. Like, she has, like, no lead-in. She's just, like, pulling the bandit off. She's like, there's $1,000 missing. And Nick's like, and you think that the new guy took it. I, I weaseled my way into your life. I stole your money. That's what you think? And they're like... Chip is like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what we think. That's exactly what we think happened. And Nick's like, cool, 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 <laughs> cool, guys. And then gets on his bike and rides away. And Xander's like, he didn't deny it, though. So, also... Lily is like behind a tree yeah. near them. And she's like, <laughs> he's going to get fired and then he can spend time with me. <laughs> and then we can bone. He drives away. They go inside. He's, he's leaving town. He's, le- he's oh, gone. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. They go inside to, I guess, tell Toby that Nick stole the money. And Lily is like, ha ha ha, and steps away. And her hair is stuck to the tree because I guess it's weeping sap. And she got real close to it. So keep she an eye out for her hair going forward in it, the episode. Is is saying she got something about married by the tree a PG joke? I wrote her something about Mary hair later on. So <laughs> if it isn't, we both made the joke. There, there was a small chance thinking about it. Maybe this episode is going to be called something about Lily. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I think actually... Within the context of the episode, there seems to be nothing about Lily. <laughs> I I thought so remember how last time I was like, is she Necroli? There's a couple moments where I was like, Oh, they're gonna reveal it now. And then other times I'm like, Oh, she's just bulking See, skull. Yeah, this whole time I was like, I don't think she's Necroli. I think she's a human villain. She's like yeah. a villain to the human side of the power. The the like the early Cassidy yeah. kind of thing. But also it's at this moment where he leaves and they go into like tell uh, Toby that he stole the thousand dollar their one thousand dollars. <laughs> and I was like, there's no satisfying way that this can be resolved. I don't think like how do they and they do later and we'll talk about when we get there. But like I was like, did, did they just go, hey, when they find out he didn't steal, did they just go, hey, sorry, we accused you of stealing a thousand dollars without even asking about it. Or any, like, we just jumped right to that conclusion. And him going, like, that's cool. We're friends. Like, how do you, how do you patch this up? And I. Yeah, we'll talk about it when it comes up. Yeah. I think, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. So, before Xander's, like, he didn't deny it. Madison's like, this sucks. This feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> what we did. I, I think after he drives off on his motorcycle, she's just like, I don't think he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we cut to him driving, cut to Nick driving, ang- angry driving his motorcycle, and Korag's like, "Meet me at the beach." <laughs> and yeah. Nick's like, "Nick's like, who are, who are you in my head?" And he's like, "Sure, come to the beach and I'll kill you, and you'll find out." <laughs> and Nick's like, "I'm coming. Oh, I'm gonna come to the beach then." And so he goes to the beach, and uh, one second later, we are at the beach, and Korag's there, and Nick shows up. And he's like, hey, get out of my goddamn head. <laughs> it sucks that you're doing that. And Korag's like, nobody wants you except me to kill you for your yeah, powers. I want your power. I'm going to eat you and take your power. Oh, going to eat your heart and liver. Uh, so he blasts him. Nick lands and morphs. So we get a big beach wire fight. There's 
got to be cranes just out out of the view, just pulling them around hither and yon. The fight's pretty cool, but it's a wire fight on a beach. You guys know what you're getting into. We cut to, at some point during this fight, we cut to Claire, who's trying to levitate a bowling ball made of mirrored glass. I don't think it's a bowling ball. It is very polished. And she's like... Bolus Flotum. Yeah, she's <laughs> reading a book. She's she's got her nose in the book, and she's like, "Okay, the spell to do it is these words." And then she says those words, and she just goes bald instead. It turns her hair gone. Some people <laughs> just don't have the magic, Jake. If you don't have the touch, <laughs> all your spells go bad. For is there a, like, I'm kind of I'm very intrigued by this idea that like. You're just bad at magic. Can you work your way past that? Or is magic like some sort of force is like, no, I am not for you to play with. <laughs> you can use me, but it's never going to be what you want to have. It will go poor. And again, there's if there's a moment where she puts up like a big force field or like does a big blast or something, Wait, I'm going to lose yeah, my mind. Th- it has to be building up to the like, she did it right this time. And yeah. it was like when she really needed to. I God, I hoped, I hoped to God and Jesus, I, and Chris I, Angel, that they I could really pull it hope- off. Korag's not about to like stomp on the Power Rangers and she just like turns into a frog or something. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, beans, it didn't work. Oh, heck, I'm a frog. And then that <laughs> distracts him long enough for them to get away or whatever. Right. And it didn't, but it, she still looks like a doofus. I don't want right. that for Claire. <laughs> so then she, I don't know if, because she's doing this in front of the little viewing globe thing and i don't know if she sees the viewing globe or gets it feels it looks like she like gets a I feeling think, that someone's in danger i feel like it made a noise there was like a tone oh it maybe like, it was like she's like oh <laughs> someone's in trouble because she doesn't say like nick's in trouble it's just as like somebody is in danger so i thought it was like i got a feeling also this freaking alarm system is like the worst one power rangers have ever had i, I would rather they just didn't have one this thing did not <laughs> warn anybody until nick was like dying to getting stabbed by (laughs) korag it's like Um, oh nick's in trouble there's a sword through his guts (laughs) oh his head's missing from his body yeah i that's pretty big trouble viewing globe so she's like odana cut back to korag and nick fighting and nick's and korag's like you're weak you suck everybody hates you etc etc and Nick's like, how about you shut the fuck up? And then he <laughs> Stop says, power. nagging me! He's like, power of the phoenix! Which is the thing he did last time. And I don't understand when he learned this. He just knows that he can yeah. do it. It's weird, because Korag is like, I've defeated you. You're weak and pathetic, and nobody likes you, and I'm going to kill you and eat your powers. And Nick is like, I'm more powerful than you think. And he does this, like, phoenix fire explosion attack that sends Korag flying across the beach yeah. into, into the rocks. And Korag's like, oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. That ranger has power. <laughs> so Nick starts, Nick starts running at him, and he just goes, wolf blast. And it blasts Nick back, yeah. and they're back to even fighting. After, like, it's neutrals him out. After Nick shot him, he's like, it's on now! And then he immediately gets hit with the wolf attack. <laughs> and they just go back to regular sword fighting. It's like, oh, cool, cool. Well, we figured out how to stop both. Well, yeah, they their MP needs to recharge. Oh, that's fair. That makes sense. <laughs> they need to take a short rest. <laughs> then we cut back to Udana, who's like, Claire, call the others. And then get your hair, get some hair. Which, like, 
rude, Udana. First of all, I think she looks nice. I think she looks fine. Ball. She pulls it's, it off. You know, it's really not a bad look on her. Yeah. Uh, what, Jake? Can I ask yeah. you a, a very serious question? Yeah, I'd love I'd love that to have one on my Ding Dong podcast. How does a bald cap work? Where so, did her <laughs> hair go? She has a lot of regular hair. She does. Yeah. And she look like it is tucked in. <laughs> so. It's partially an optical illusion, not the hair, the bald cap. Okay. Uh, it's partially so you don't actually see someone's head if they ha- if you're used to seeing them with hair because of you know hair volume. So they they you gel or you don't even need to gel. You just basically like you you compress your hair a lot, and the bald cap goes over that and be it like it's a little bit bigger than what your head is. But since you're used to seeing them with hair, it doesn't like register as like your head is too large, you know. Also, sometimes it like it like funnels down the back of the neck, which is why yeah. she's always kind of like facing right. She's a little just bit. like keeping her head very straight. Yeah, but basically, it just like it's it you you compress the hair down and you like fold it in such a way that you just like okay get it on there. This it look, also, hers looks the best I've seen one in a long time. This is one of the best quality bald caps. I think this is where the yeah. budget went for um, real. Yeah. <laughs> I was very impressed. It looked very good. It was very convincing. Yeah, and she looks good, too. Uh, and then the Rangers uh, go to tell Toby. We come back to the Power Rangers, the rest of the other four. And they go to tell Toby that Nick uh, stole all the money, all, all the $1,000. And they're like, Toby, um, he's like, oh, you got to tell me something, but you don't want to tell me something. Don't tell me. You don't need to tell me. Oh, you should tell me. No, you know what? I don't actually, I don't think I want to know. Don't tell me. And he goes back and forth, and they're like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? And Toby's like, okay, you know what? Just tell me how you lost a thousand dollars. And they're like, <laughs> what? And then he pulls it out of his pocket and he's like, yeah, I was sitting next to the register. So <laughs> he's like, I moved the magazines that I found it. That I found it. And they're like, oh. And immediately Nick's or Xander's like, we thought Nick stole it. And Toby's like, that guy is the most honest person I know. What are you talking about? Nick is the most honest, coolest, and best at everything person <laughs> I've ever met. He's like, he's as honest as the stones are classic rock. <laughs> they are not saying any full names. They, I don't think, I don't know if <laughs> nothing, they're allowed to, but I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Yeah, nothing is a direct reference but it's always like a close enough like yeah. jimmy jimmy is the best guitarist <laughs> right the stones are classic rock that's weird because like you're allowed to say names like that's the referencing is not like a copyrightable offense you know yeah. like they're not gonna get dmca'd <laughs> by that rl stein does it all the time do you think ready player one had to pay everything they referenced no. No way! I, I there do would be know. no money left to publish that book because it's just a list of references. Here's a here's a couple things that I found out. If you publish like actual song lyrics, you have to pay for them. Yeah, because that is like work. It's like putting the, yeah. it's like putting a like someone else's photo in your book. Right. Here's another thing I know is that he talks about how cool the '80s were and how he loves them and the '80s is great. Not a single mention of any nintendo stuff because they were like keep our name out of your goddamn <laughs> mouth Ernest," and he had to <laughs> so, which is very funny so there so then by the way lily is 
Oh, right there behind like a magazine rack. Yeah. With her something about Mary hair. <laughs> just sticking straight out to the side. Straight out. They get this all sorted. And then like, I don't know what happens. They like look at Lily for a second. and She has a soda that she opens. I think Toby asked them like, whatever made you think Nick was the one that did it. And they all look at Lily, even though Xander is the only one that she mind freaked. And even then it was like <laughs> a thorough mind freaking. I don't think yeah. he realized that he got mind freak. Yeah, I don't think he realized that Lily was like Nick did it and then like vanished into the darkness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so she opens the soda and it gets all over her and ruins her jacket. She's like, why is good, bad things happen to good people? I think she might be the Balkan Skull. I don't think she's Necroli. I think she might be. I th- she's just bulk. She's Cassidy and Bulk at the same time. Yeah. Like early season one Bulk where he was actually mean to them. Yeah. When he was like a <laughs> jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and and not just like a kind of misunderstood lug, right. I guess. <laughs> the bully with this. a heart of gold. Yeah. So Madison gets a text and she's like, hey, can we go apologize to Nick? We got a, a whole plate of crow to eat. We should go do that. Yeah. So and Toby's we need, like, we need to eat yeah. a lot of crow. And also he needs us. But they're like, oh, yeah. And, to- and Toby's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Go. Yeah. You might as well just leave again <laughs> from your job. Well, they didn't have their shirts on. So I don't. <laughs> did they have their shirt? Maybe they did. No, but they, they all met outside. And then Madison was like, we have to go to work. Or was that? That's, was, that's, that's, that's later. That's, that's the, the end. end. Okay, yeah. Never mind then. It's also at some point he's like, I'm your boss, but most of your friends Len's like yeah, i know you don't want to say that toby and you don't like, need to is that real i don't it's like no you could be a good boss you don't have to be my friend though. he should have just said i'm not like regular bosses i'm a cool boss yeah i, I don't even <laughs> like pink anyway yeah i'm not like most bosses <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get that from vita in this episode and it was really no, nice i think she's like i think they're i think they got that out of the way and now they're trying to make her a whole character it, and that's nice <laughs> It still looks like it takes her ten times the amount of energy to just talk than anybody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at least she's not just, like, super annoying also. <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad how hard, specifically I, but both of us went on Vita those first two episodes. But at the same time, just call it like I see it. But she's <laughs> got a lot better. It does It does look like she's putting a lot of like, processing power into not just speaking with her New Zealand accent. They leave... Nick's about to get murdered. They're on the beach, but under an overpass at the same time. <laughs> and that'll be important in a minute. He's Nick's about to get killed. Xander does his like chop the ground, do a little earthquake thing. And they apologize and they're and like sort of apologize. And Chip's like, Xander is his it's Xander's fault. He's the one who thought it. Not us. Chip is the one that said it. But it was Xander that brought it up. It was Xander's idea. And he's but, like, I'm not taking Chip, any of that heat. Chip is the one that looked Nick in the eyes and said, yes, we do think you did it because you're not one of us. <laughs> Outsider. Even though he was totally cool with Chip earlier being a fucking weirdo doing a one-man LARP while he's trying to get into his job. Be better, Chip, you big dork. So then uh, Korag does a, he, he does a, a magic spell and he jumps and backflips and grows and lands in a horse. And yeah. now he's Korag Tar. Yeah, he's like, now that you're all here, I can be a centaur about it. Uh, <laughs> he he does that. Said, then I'll get you. And then they're like, oh, that's how he killed Udana. Yeah, that's when he whipped Udana's ass. Then they all 
do their spell where they turn into their zords. They are under an overpass. <laughs> it shows them growing, and then we don't come back to the overpass. I'm assuming <laughs> it's destroyed. They do the dragon form, and then they uh, fight for a minute. And then Korag is like, well, I'm going to change. It... So when they when they turn into the titans, because they don't call themselves zords. No. Um, do they say zord? Do they say we need the zords when he when he turns into the big centaur? I don't know if they did or not. I don't, up, well, if they do, up until that point, they've only called them like mystic titans. Yeah. But when they grow this time, it's not the Zordon voice that says, like, Mystic Irutan or whatever it was. Right. They say it themselves, which is a which flows a lot better for me. It feels a lot better than just God being like, here's your magic power. <laughs> it's just Olmec in the sky. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Let's roll. So they fight. Korag is like, I'm going to change. He changes into Centaurus Wolf Megazord. He specifically says Megazord. Mm-hmm. This is a weird this is a weird order of events. Yeah, it's very strange because I feel like this episode came like this in the Sentai came earlier than the last episode when they got the Megazord, but that's neither here nor there. When he lands in Centaur pants, so his his legs are in the Centaur's front legs and he has the the butt of like the it's the right. Centaur, right? Or the horse butt. So when he does the Centaur as Wolf Megazord, uh the back of his butt opens up and stands up and comes over him like he's in a snowsuit. And that's Centaurus Wolf. And then his shield becomes like a chest plate. Becomes the chest is the pterodactyl. Yeah. And then he says, Dark Source, evil force. <laughs> he sucks the Megazord ability out of them. And he goes, Now I'm the Megazord. <laughs> I feel like if he if he's gonna cast the Dark source evil force on them. Uh-huh. To steal their ability to combine into the Megazord, even though four out of five of them are combined into a dragon. Yes, I I have a note about that, but continue. He should have done that first and then used that to be to make his own Megazord, instead of making his own Megazord first and then stealing their ability to be a Megazord. I think that is I think that should have happened. The footage is only one way, though. That's so true. I think That's they true. just had to deal with that. Also, once he once he swamps up the their their man man power, <laughs> you you have to be a dragon rider. You can't be a man man. That from this point forward, the dragon can no longer fly or shoot fire. Like it's on the ground I, now. I think you're right. I think this happened before they got the Megazord. I think it has in, to in the Sentai. Because it seems like he takes the magic out of them and not just their ability to turn into a Megazord, which is like yeah. really stupid. Because then he uses that power to open a oh. portal and bring Mordecai into, yeah. into the fight as a giant. He's like, come on out, Boy Count. And Boy Count's like, ah, finally! I'm on Earth and I'm big now! And then um, he does he does a, a dragon suplex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a regular suplex to a dragon. <laughs> to a dragon. He does grabs it in like a headlock and just like slams it down. Yeah. Nick is on the back, so Nick goes head first onto the ground. <laughs> um also, I don't know if you noticed this, but when the dragon the dragon Nick combo sword formation <laughs> is standing on the ground, it's definitely like a Halloween costume where you're a cowboy on a horse. 
You know what I mean? There's just one guy with like a dragon inflatable suit. It's a on. big dragon around him, and his his feet are in the dragon's feet, and there's two floppy feet on the side. <laughs> Mind freak. Uh, and um, it's, oh, it's just this. It's just, it's just a, a armless sleeve. Yeah. So then, the boy counts there, and and he does a suplex. And then he does like a spell seal on them, and it, all it does is knock Nick off, and Nick lands. And then he I thought Nick. he was gonna be like, "I'm gonna put you in hell now." Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it just splits them. It doesn't even split the dragon. Like they're still stuck as a dragon. They just can't do anything, which seems like a body horror <laughs> kind of human centipede situation that we're not gonna talk yeah, about. It's, it's also really. First of all, it's very weird that they turn into their zords and then combine. It just it freaks me out. Just like I, having I to like think it. about what that would be like. Just yeah, really that's freaks the tricky me part. Out. But then whenever they are in the in the dragon rider form, I guess. Yeah, which is this is their equivalent to like tank mode, right? It's like their pre megazord the, yeah. formation. Nick is the only one that's talking, which is like you guys are stuck a dragon and you cannot scream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I like it, but it's very weird because the first thing when they change, it's like Xander's like, I'm the center. So my chest rips open and my arms fold yeah. upside down. And then and it's like, like, one of you, that's one of you can put your body in my chest. Yeah. Someone <laughs> took your legs on down my neck. Like, what are what is that like in there? Are you OK? <laughs> so Korag grabs Nick, who is separated from them uh, or not Korag, uh, boy count does. And he's like, hey, Korag, I'm going to kill this kid. You want in on it? <laughs> and Korag's like, nah, I'm good. The master will be pleased. I bet he would be even more pleased if you killed the Power Rangers, though. <laughs> instead of just being like, I got you to Earth. That's all I was asked to do. I'm doing, I... I'm doing the bare minimum here. <laughs> to be fair, they've already said they don't like each other. And they and just have true. like sort of a common interest they need to do. But, but, the, but... but the common goal they share is destroy the Power Rangers. So for right, for right. them to get to hear Korag be like, I've done enough. <laughs> My shift is over. I will be leaving now. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, it is 10.51, and I am able to clock out without it being punished. Later, sucker. Um, so then he's like, all right, cool. I'll just kill him myself, I guess. Here I go. And then Nick. Uh, <laughs> it would really be a shame if something happened to stop me from killing the Power Ranger. And then Nick goes, Red Mystic Ranger, which sucks as a thing to say. Power of the Phoenix is not great, but it at least feels like something. Just saying that you are a Power <laughs> Ranger, not as. This is like when Beowulf jumped out of the ocean to kill the sea monster. I was like, Beowulf! <laughs> like that's you yeah <laughs> right it's only cool when canon brawl does it when canon brawl does it, it rules but nobody else is canon brawl so he jumps in the air and he does a counter spell let me i wrote this down see if i can uh remember what he says he says uh counter spell and then a counter spell <laughs> and all it does it's, it's not even like it just does the opposite. It just puts him back in hell. It just puts us. It puts a steel on the ground, and it shrinks him and sucks him back into dirt. <laughs> and Korag is like, "How could he counter my spell?" Oh no! It's easy. Just say counter spell. You, you just gotta say counter. What was this mirror's biggest last time when you summoned up a mirror <laughs> from the earth? You could just say mirror. 
It saved a lot of time, <laughs> I think. Um, so Boy Count's back in hell, and Korag's like, whoa, what? And then he's like, whatever, I got your Megazord power. <laughs> and dips. <laughs> and then we cut back to him landing in hell, still giant. Like, still in his Centaurus wolf Megazord form. And he's like, yeah, I got their Megazord power. So it doesn't matter how weird they get with that, whatever happened there. I still got their Megazord power. Cool. And then he walks away and Necrolyze like, interesting. <laughs> she just flies it because I guess she just flies around hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what else are you doing? Right. Like, That's true. Everybody else stuck on the ground. She's not. That's true. I would use that power to my advantage, too. Let me cut back to Root Core, and Claire is sweeping up, and she's not facing the camera. Her hair is back, but she's not facing the camera. I think we can all see where this is going. At, at first, it's fine, right? Because she's just sweeping. I'm like, okay, so she's got her hair back. It's fine. Yeah. But then Udana comes in, and she's actively not turning around. And I was like, oh, no. She got her hair back, but she lost her whole face. It's going to be a body horror on the other side. Um, I did not think that. I think what did happen, uh, which will be revealed shortly, Udana's like, hey, so everything everything's good now? And she's like, yep, everything is good. And they talk about how like the Megazord's gone. They're like, yeah, that's a bummer. We'll have to yeah, figure something U- out, though. Udana's like, I'm sure they'll figure it out. She's like, I, I'm very hands-off with these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They're going to learn if they're how they're going to learn. And then Claire's like, yep, sounds good. Anyway, I'm going to sweeping. And she's like, what's going on, Claire? See, your hair's back. And she's like, yeah. So let's turn around, Claire. <laughs> Claire turns around, and she has a big beard. Yeah, because Udana's like, oh, I see the hair restoration spell worked. And she's like, yes. A little too well. Too well. <laughs> also, I think she looks cute with a beard. I think I think it works for her. So I don't know why this show's so mean to Claire <laughs> all the time. Um, so then we cut back to Nick pulling up to the Rockporium on his bike. I don't know how long. Everyone's in different clothes except Nick because he only wears the one thing usually. Everybody else, I think, is in different clothes. I'm not sure. And they apologize, like, in order. Um, so Xander's like, I'm sorry that I just jumped to you because you're the new guy. And then Madison's like, yeah, we really like you. And, you know, we we sorry we did that. And Vita says the same, basically. And Chip goes, it was Xander's fault. <laughs> Chip's not sorry. Chip's Chip is kind of like an asshole. A little bit, but also he is correct because he is the one that was like, yeah, we did think you stole it. But it is Xander that was like, Nick stole this. I blame Nick for this thing. And Chip just went along with it. So he's like, I'm not taking this heat. This is on you, Xander. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about Chip. And then uh, Nick's like, I, I'm sorry I didn't tell you that Korag was doing voices in my brain. I probably should have told you we should trust each other more. And they're like, yeah, we've resolved this. And I'm like, have we? His is different than yours. <laughs> I think those are two different they're, things. They're all just like, no more secrets. So if we think you stole the money, we'll confront you outright next we'll time. We'll just say it right away. And, they're and, like, and Nick's like, yeah, no more secrets. And then Madison's like, we got we to gotta go to work. And. Vita's like, oh, work. And I was like, I've never related to you more, Vita. <laughs> also, though, you have the best job on Earth. I would I would bury a Bowie knife in a close <laughs> family member's back to have a job this cush. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, no, I have to go DJ for eight hours, a thing I love to do. With four of my friends. Can you imagine if, like, you and me and Tony worked at this store? Here. Right? Like, <laughs> it'd be so easy. 
So they go inside, and Nick turns around. He's like, "No more secrets," and he holds up a red blanket <gasps> from the vision. A red tie. <laughs> a red tie. Bum bum bum. That's the end of the episode. I do want to point out before we talk about the end stuff real quick that I was looking at the credits, and one weird thing happened, and that was that the editor is not credited. Like he's there. It says his name, but it doesn't say editor. It says edited by. <sighs> It's like director of photography, second unit director, edited by, casting director, best boy, great. Like it, he's the only like he's the only one that I saw, and maybe there's more down, but it's like that feels like you're. It's not as important as the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, he's, he's it, not like an it's, editor, but he did edit this. It was edited by someone, but he's not. The, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't call him the editor on the show. Um, and I just thought that was weird. Anyway, Josh, I started. Oh, you did. Was the best. Oh. Daisy's weighing in. <laughs> she's trying to break in again. She 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 tasted <laughs> tasted it once. Oh God! What is the best? I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the best is. I want to jump in, but I'm also thinking of what my best is. Yeah, so like, I don't know. It's a weird episode because <laughs> it's just like they neg nick for 20 minutes yeah <laughs> and then at the end they're like we're sorry we did that and the best like, is the bald cap oh yeah that's the best bald cap i've ever seen it's it is legit the best bald cap i've ever seen it was really good that's a weird best but it's the it's true but i do think it's the best thing in the episode <laughs> what's the worst the worst is that uh, a power ranger has to be knocking on death's door for root core to think it needs to alert somebody <laughs> I think the worst is as soon as a, as soon as Korag shows up on Earth, that thing should be like, "Hey, evil's here!" Right? <laughs> yeah, like, "Hey, the bad guys doing bad guy stuff. You should do something about." It. I think the worst is I don't I don't know. I kind of want to give it to Nick just shouting Red Ranger, <laughs> Red Mystic Ranger, and like that gave him power counter spell. Like, Count, oh, that was every other spell has in this episode. Korak did like 50 spells, and they were all like blah blah blue, blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, you know, he's doing act like fake Latin or whatever. And then Nick's just like counter spell, and it works. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's my worst. That's pretty bad. Who's the MVP now? Where you are trying to experience Mystic Force on its own terms, <laughs> uh-huh. I am actively doing the opposite i think where i'm like okay i can't give mvp to nick so then who is it (laughs) (laughs) i i'm not gonna like if i if if i did it on its own terms like yeah it would be nick every time yeah it's like i'm not doing that it's like the opposite of the viper rule where it's like okay what was second best (laughs) after whatever nick did but i don't know I because I'm also like I can't just give it to Madison for being like a good person, but for, I I could just give it to Madison for being a good person. You could. There's no rule against that. I I don't know who I would give it to. I do want to say um that Shannon and I Shannon has talked about Mystic Force a couple times, like when we were recording like Kendra Smarts, and she said that other than like it's a very Nick focused season, which not wrong yeah, at yes, all. Yes, very so correct. <laughs> she also said that like. Aside from Nick, the people that get the most store like time are the side characters. And like 
I feel like Lily got more time in this episode than the rest of the Power Rangers did. I feel and like so. Uh, I... Lily harassing Nick at work is going to be a running theme, and like trying to ruin his life so it benefits her. Is so that gonna he'll be, be so like... sad he wants to f- her. Like what? Yeah, no, that's literally her end game. I think. <laughs> like, come on, Lily. Uh, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Very much so. <laughs> I'm gonna say MVP goes to Toby. I'm gonna give it to Madison. Okay. <laughs> Look, I paused a couple times. While I was watching this and just like on Madison, like not on purpose, just as I'm going to take a note. And I would look up, and there's there's Madison, and she's really pretty, y'all. <laughs> like extremely. Uh, I do want to say about Toby though that like if I didn't know he was piggy, I don't think I'd be able to be like, oh, that guy was piggy. But now that I do know that he's piggy, there's a lot of similarity in like his body language. Yeah, like, he holds himself very similar, and I think that's just like the way that the actor is. <laughs> I think that's like he's doing like when he does a character who is like supposed to be like kind of comedic relief. I think he just has like a sort of like a posture that he like yeah. maintains so that he can be as funny as possible visually. Also, he spent an entire season having to do that you know being stuck behind the yeah the piggy mask so he's probably just used to it at this point um he doesn't sound he's not doing like the ah, i'm a 30s gangster that, voice yeah that's true which is good that'd be a dead giveaway but i really like him also him being like i found the money and you're not in trouble for almost losing a thousand two thousand and six dollars um that's a good that's a good boss yeah because he's it's fiction so he's a good boss but Next time, it's like next time. Don't label it and put it in a big box labeled. <laughs> uh, don't double label the bank deposit. Yeah, we don't need all the criminals to know what you're that you're bringing a big box with one little Manila envelope <laughs> in it to the bank with the exact amount written on the side, so they know how about also, how much like, we make in a day or a week or however long. I know it's a kids show and like hiding the money is the drama of the episode or whatever, but like that big bank deposit box would not just be sitting on the counter in the front of the store; it would be in Toby's office. Yeah, there it would be locked. Like there would be like at Walmart, like it would there's be like a, a box with a lock yeah, on it that you slip the cash into. It would be a safe. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we gotta rank it. I, I liked it. Let me look at what we are working with. I liked it, but I don't know if I like it better than Rock Solid. I don't think I like it better than Rock Solid, but I do think I like it better than the the two part opener. I definitely like it better than Code Busters. Yeah, yeah. I um, I don't know where. How much stuff you open between then? Where and my now. episode <laughs> ranking went? I did not open all that. Um, i have a lot of like tabs in like word docs open on my computer and that's synced with my my account it's because i'm in the docs app not the drive app oh i just go right to docs and it's usually at the top that's usually what i do yeah i don't know it's about drive it's about power i hate that song so (laughs) much Uh, anyway, what you said sounds right to me, so I'll just go with that and i'll try to find the list for next episode above above broken spell Yes. Okay. I yeah, I think so. All right. So coming in at number two, whispering voice. Thanks for thanks for listening. Um. Don't do it, John. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um. Anyway, that's it. I I will I will reach through this goddamn Google me and strangle you. I swat a John. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean by fight or flight. <laughs> um, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and the last one ever. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if you don't cut this shit. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Um, do you have the thing pulled up for what the next episode is called? Uh, it's the one with the the Zord name in it, I think. Yes, it's Legendary Catastros. That, again, playing fast and loose with the two-word rule. Like, technically, you did it. You're correct. That is how many uh, words there are, but feels like cheating. Uh, anyway, we will see you on Friday for that. But until then, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you. Misto whispering voices. (laughs) That is not a whispering voice. That is a that is a a booming voice. That is a booming voice from the. It's God Himself (laughs) calling Misto Ranger.